Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Matt Kunkel, the co-founder and CEO of LogicKey, a SaaS platform that operationalizes regulatory risk and compliance programs. Hi, Matt. How are you? Great, Ari. Thanks for having me today. It's a privilege. I'm looking forward to speaking with you. So tell us about your background and the genesis of LogicGate. Prior to founding LogicGate, about five and a half years ago or so, I spent over a decade in the management consulting space building custom GRC, governance, risk, and compliance solutions for some of the world's largest entities. It was through that experience and building these solutions, all from a services perspective, that we gained really the founding insights that allowed us to create a SaaS platform that helps organizations operationalize and automate their compliance activities. There was really three key thematic topics that kept coming up in the consulting world and when we were building these solutions. One was that just a platform-first approach as opposed to developing point solutions and trying to integrate and cobble those point solutions together was adding so much more value to organizations. Two is that business users today want their backend technology to look, act, and feel like an app on an iPhone or an Android. So the user experience, both for the people that are administrating these programs, the second line, third lines of defense in an organization, but also for the people that have to interact with risk and compliance and regulatory programs in the business, the first line of defense. So how do you make it, we call it coding to a zero training factor, so simplistic and easy to use that they need no training at all on the platform to know how to use it. And third, probably the biggest insight is this concept of a flexible data model and having the underlying technology and architecture of the program be able to change over time as your organization is changing. If you think about it, the only inevitability in business is that a business will change over time. It'll pivot, it'll get into different business units, product lines, growth areas. And if the business is changing, largely that means your regulatory and risk landscape is changing and your risk appetite is changing. So if that's changing, the underlying programs and the underlying technology that you're using needs to change. So how do we give business users the ability to change those programs on the fly without needing any services or technical acumen to do that? Do you look for consulting experience in team members who are helping you develop software functionality? We're a SaaS company and there's many different business units within our SaaS company, a sales arm, a marketing arm, a product arm, an engineering arm, and then a customer success arm. Our customer success folks who largely are the people that help our customers implement the software actually all come from big four consulting experience and they have GRC expertise. The best software programs in the world, it's people, process, and technology that goes into it. So it's not just about the technology, it's about the people that we have in our organization to help implement that technology. And largely folks that have a consulting background and a consultative mindset and that have been in the GRC space are great for that. The other business area that we have a lot of consultants in is what we call our pre-sales team. Folks that are walking our prospects through our technology and how our technology can be used 
to operationalize these programs largely come from consulting as well, because then they can interact, talk the talk, walk the walk with our prospects on the phone. So those are really the two core areas. And those folks help inform our product team and in building out the product roadmap and where we want to take the platform to help different regulatory risk and compliance professionals. What risk and compliance challenges are organizations facing as a result of the pandemic? The biggest one is just the massive transition in digital transformation. Most organizations out there had digital transformation strategies that were starting to come online, but had two, three, four-year roadmaps. What the pandemic did is dramatically in a very, very rapid amount of time alter how people went to work and how processes at work were done because they couldn't go into offices anymore and had to work in a remote setting. So that dramatically shifted the digital transformation roadmaps, shrunk it down to quarters, frankly, and risk and compliance is no different. How they were running these programs before had to very quickly augment and change. The other big one is it really put, I think, a highlight on business continuity planning for organizations. Really, most organizations either didn't have great business continuity plans or hadn't dusted them off in 10 years. And really having a structure that they could rely on, the organizations that have thrived have had these plans in place and tested them that they could rely on so that when an event like this happened, they knew what to do, they knew what to interact with. There's other things around security. We've shifted away from physical security concerns to much more cybersecurity concerns as we are in the virtual world. How is your team serving clients remotely? Largely, we are a remote-based company. Even pre-pandemic, we were able to use technology like Zoom, like Google Suite to interact and implement our customers without having to be on site with them. We were largely to an inside sales team where we could do most of our demos and prospecting and discovery calls remotely. Obviously, there's no substitute for building relationships and going in person. And we certainly would do that with some customers. And we look forward to doing that in the future. As we come out of the pandemic too, and get back to quote unquote, the new normal, you're going to have a lot more companies interacting with vendors, with consulting firms in a virtual setting, as opposed to being on site day in and day out. What impact is automation having on risk and compliance? And the thing like RPA, robotic process automation, and that's almost becoming table stakes for any good governance, risk and compliance platform or IRM, integrated risk management platform out there. The ability to automate the activities within an organization in these programs that have to happen on a certain time frequency. Every quarter we do X, every week we do Y. And the movement of that information around the organization. Largely where we'll see the market going from an automation perspective is around machine learning and AI. Some of that we see today, things like KYC, know your customer or AML, anti-money laundering. The ability to flag transactions that look fraudulent with machines and then pass those from a workflow perspective to human eyes to put on them. Tens of thousands of transactions. Where I think our space and other areas will start to really benefit from machine learning and AI is things like regulatory compliance. Being able to really take regulations that are reams and reams and break them down into what is actionable within an organization, as opposed to paragraphs and pages of information, then link those to what organizations are using to be compliant. 
Two is something that's called continuous controls monitoring that is very new in the industry only within the last probably year to year and a half, which is how do we collect evidence and monitor that evidence against these regulations? Whether it's SOC audits, being PCI compliant, being FedRAMP compliant, GDPR compliant, taking these regulations, and then actually going into the core systems that have that evidence in there and automatically pulling that evidence, landing it in your risk and compliance GRC platform, and then having the machine look at the requirement, look at the evidence and say yes or no to do we have compliance or not. I don't think we'll ever get to a pure state of the machine is doing everything. I think of it as like a cyborg state where the machine will help with the volume and do the initial triage, but then the humans will put the second eyes on it. And that's where really I think the industry is going from this automation, AI, machine learning as it relates to regulatory risk and compliance activities. How do you expect the regulatory landscape to change in 2021? The big thing is you think about what we have for the next four years, we have a new political regime in place. And I think our previous political regime was very light on not so much the regulatory landscape, but the regulatory enforcement of that landscape. You didn't see crazy, crazy fines over the last four years from a regulatory perspective. And I think the new regime will come in and hit pretty hard from a fine perspective on that. The other thing too is obviously the new regime is going to come in with new regulatory requirements and bigger fines. Really though, what drives it is customers. And you've seen that over the last couple of years. Brand is so important and customer trust is so important as you think about things like customer data, privacy management, security of customer data. While the regulatory landscape is going to be there and is certainly going to be top of mind for executives and boards, more top of mind is going to be customer trust. Trust is going to be the new currency that companies trade on in the future with their customers. And if their customers don't trust them with their data, as we go into more and more and more of a digital age, there is more customer data out there that these organizations have. Customers just won't be doing business with those organizations, and that's how they will decline. It's not going to be just peer regulators and fines. It's going to be more the trust of customers and that trust currency, which will define organizations going forward from a risk and compliance and regulatory perspective. What does the development of a centralized platform for risk and compliance reflect about the state of the industry? If you go back two decades when GRC started, it was all around Sarbanes-Oxley. And that's really what morphed GRC. And you had these very large bespoke monolith solutions to help organizations be compliant and automate different aspects of these programs. That's why you have so much services behind it. It's just that the products that were built 20 years ago really haven't innovated and evolved in the last two decades. To evolve the product, you needed a ton of services cost. That's why every big four consulting firm has giant GRC implementation groups and teams. More and more, as you get into the new augment and innovation of new technology, like the Risk Cloud platform, the ability for business users that really understand the program and process that they want to put in place in their organization as it relates to their risk compliance, regulatory, and security programs, give them the ability to self-serve themselves with the technology. There is not a lot of services costs that are needed out there. And it truly is the first step into what's called product-led growth in the software industry. 
You don't have to have these major services contracts to get up and running and get implemented. Your customers can really truly go to the website, say, hey, I need an application that will help me with SOC compliance or PCI compliance or ERM based on the COSO framework or third-party risk based on SIGLite understand what that company can do, click a button to download that application and that content set in those frameworks and those reporting packages into an environment, into a platform, and then be able to change that to meet the specific business needs of that organization without having these crazy implementation times, these crazy services. The platform first approach is the first for our way into product-led growth in the regulatory risk and compliance space. Where do you see this sector headed? The big thing from a sector perspective is just the continued evolution of AI and automation, where the risk and compliance technology landscape is where CRM was 10 years ago. There just hasn't been a ton of innovation in this space from a technology perspective over the last decade or so, and that is ripe for a new player that has a agile platform that is very easy to use and configure for business users that doesn't have a crazy amount of services attached to them to come in and help organizations in a way that they haven't in the past. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Matt Kunkel, the co-founder and CEO of LogicGate, a SaaS platform that operationalizes regulatory risk and compliance programs. Matt, thanks so very much. Thanks, Ari. I appreciated it. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.